Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 83120. Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $849. Toastmaster small appliances are just $214 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles offers valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code Enjoy15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. So where is that trailer? Yes, where is the trailer? And that's why Rula 2 Episode 62 is here. Mark Fernandez, a.k.a. Darth Sidious or Mark Sidious is on Sith business. So Perry Nemiroff, the Grand Moff herself, is here joining me today. I kind of forgot that I was on today, but I put this shirt on. Perfect. So I feel like deep down I really remembered. You did. Yeah. Subconsciously you remembered. <laughs> and uh, to everybody out there, thank you for joining us on Rule of Two. In this episode 62, we are live on Collider Video as we do on our Mondays. Fernandez will be back next week, but let's go right into it, Perry. This trailer, everybody in the chat, I am looking at you. Yes, the new trailer is not going to drop tonight. No. I don't, I don't think so. It's Listen, we've had some mixed signals here, Perry. I just – so I know I told you before, like, no, 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 not possible. But there's you know, a Disney release this week and not a Disney release next week. And that Disney release this week could make 40 to $50 million. Could be. And you are referring to Maleficent? Yeah. Okay, Maleficent. Who now, broke the trailer drop date story? So I've heard it from a number of people, but it was Star Wars News Net. Our okay. friends over there did say that it's October 21st, which would be next Monday, during Monday Night Football. Now that is followed suit. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Monday Night Football. Okay. And so we are thinking and assuming it's that. What happened was John Boyega's agent went out on Instagram and said it's this Monday, today, right now. Is there any reason – so I think a reason to drop it tonight would be the release of Maleficent on Friday. Is there any reason that next Monday is a better day for them to drop it, whether it's for another release coming up or because it's a bigger game? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know why or how they decide to do this. John Boyega did make a comment on Twitter saying, listen, I don't know. I don't know, but it's m- most likely soon. So I think that – Now I'm stressing about going to a screening tonight. You're go- I know. What if it drops? What if it drops? What if? But, but why would Disney do it without a little bit of fanfare? Meaning why wouldn't they give us a heads up? ESPN does Monday Night Football. ESPN being a – Subsidiary, I can't even say it. Subsidiary, Subsidiary. thank you, of Disney. Okay. They want to get some eyes on that. And again, Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, that's when we've gotten these trailers before. But why would they do any teeing up before the release of the trailer? Like, 
it's like do do Star Wars movies ever get trailer teases I know a lot of other studios do it but now that I'm thinking about it I can't really remember or maybe maybe my memory is just being fogged by the release of the actual trailer we've always had a heads up I do know that because when the Force Awakens trailer dropped I was working over in a different outlet at the time we had the heads up because then we were going to be doing something that night the Last Jedi, I believe, last time dropped on a Monday Night Football. We did some kind of reaction, mm-hmm. but we've always had the heads up. I'm looking at Monday Night Football scheduling. Tonight, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers. Good game. No, Green Bay sucks. Green I actually don't really care. I just want Cody to lose tonight. Sorry, Cody. There it is. Cody, sorry about that. You've <laughs> I been called turn that your mic off. Yep, you can mute her <laughs> mic. But next week, Monday, October 21st, we have the Patriots taking on the Jets. Patriots. <laughs> I hate to admit it. They're so good. The Patriots are good. They're, They're always so good. good. The Patriots. <laughs> yeah, Patriots. Wonderful. They beat my Rams. Whatever. Rams suck this year. Anyways, the Patriots can pull in some eyes. Mm-hmm. The Jets have Sam Darnold, my USC quarterback. He came back finally. I don't know. Maybe the Patriots and the Jets. I, I mean, does it really matter who's playing on Monday Night Football? If they say the Star Wars trailer for Rise of Skywalker is dropping on Monday night, October 21st, I think people would tune in. I think we're going to get a heads up. I think the official Star Wars account will say something. The next trailer is coming. But right now it's just a report. So I don't think everybody in the chat, I don't think it's tonight. I know some of you, I see you in the chat right now. Some of you are waiting up. You might be international. You might be East Coast time, whatever it may be. I'm not thinking it's tonight, but if it is tonight, I really hope it happens before my screening starts because I don't want to be that jerk. Who's, who's like itching to touch their phone, but I never would. Right. You don't do that. You don't do that. Uh, I have some people in the chat. Mark C. Hamill was the one who gave the heads up for trailers. He doesn't care anymore. I doubt that. I think he cares. I think Mark Hamill cares very much. Uh, so you know what? We'll see. I don't think it's – it is 9 p.m. in USA now, uh, USA now too. Yeah, it is. It's uh, – well, it's not it's, – no, it's, it's not. 8 o'clock <laughs> East Coast time. You know what? Some of it's you almost, chat guys are giving me some wrong information here. It's almost game time. It's almost game time. So 15 minutes. What I'm thinking is it's actually going to drop on October 21st. Star Wars Newsnet has heard that. They are very reliable on certain things like this. I've heard it from independently from that, from some people that I've, I've tr- I tend to trust as far as the Star Wars stratosphere. So October 21st is where I'm hanging my hat on this one. I am going to... To liven this up, just go against you. Do it. I'm, I'm gonna bet on, tonight. I'm gonna bet on tonight. I okay. think that uh, you typically release a trailer so you can attach it to a big release, sure. and I think the big release that they might be targeting is their own movie, Maleficent. You know what? You make a lot of sense. I, I guess like, you what, do. What is coming out the week after? I don't know. I feel like my mind immediately jumps from this particular weekend to Dark Fate. Okay. Just because I know that there's not very many horror movies coming out. I'm going to look at Box Office Mojo. I'm going to go to the release schedule. Yes. This is a smart so this, thing to do. This Guys, weekend we're... is Maleficent. Yep. Zombieland 2. Mm-hmm. And... And then next week we have Wednesday on the 16th. We have Jay and Silent Bob. No, Wednesday this, this week, Jay and Silent Bob is also opening. Wow, that's mm. pretty cool. I can't wait for that. Uh, let's say Friday the 25th. Countdown. We have Black and Blue. Countdown. The current war director's cut, and that's that, about it. Nothing that is a priority to attach your trailer to. Yeah. Nothing. So everybody in the chat, you throw in your own predictions. Is it tonight? Is it next week, as the reports are saying? 
But nonetheless, we are getting a trailer, and it's going to be soon. We can feel it. I can feel it in the air, and that's what episode 62 is going to be. What are we going to expect to see in this trailer? Are there going to be some special cameos, maybe some familiar aliens, some familiar vehicles, familiar faces? What are we going to see? I want your predictions. Perry and I are going to go right into it. It's episode 62 of Rule of Two Rise. That's right. You guys, that new opening, I'm digging it. Have you seen the new opening? I haven't seen it. We pulled it from the, uh, from from, the lightsaber battle. I had a feeling because I saw some uh, some folks on Twitter sharing gifts of you guys. Y'all yeah. Y'all like super cool in that. I, I mean, made, it was it really cool. I was a little jealous that I wasn't able to participate as much. But then again, when, when I was finally asked to have a little cameo, I felt so stupid with everything I did. You, you did got, great. You got, well, I don't even think Frank included my entire thing. You got, didn't you, didn't you kill Snyder? Did, did I kill Snyder? I think you did. I think you had a lightsaber. Did you? Or was it Dennis? No, Dennis. I don't Dennis think that was Snyder. me. No, you had a little yeah, bit of a... Yeah, but like, like that, that was supposed to come after, like, I tarkened something and I pushed a button and blew it up. But, like, oh, you never yeah, saw yeah. me push a button and blow something up. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to get that off the cutting room floor for you. Well, Put that, make that a deleted scene or something. Exactly. So, <laughs> uh, to everybody out there, thank you again. And to Heroes and Villains, what a great promotion we did through that video. It was a lot of fun. I had fun. Being all sorts of things on that thing. And uh, thank you, everybody, who's listening at home under the Jedi Council Podcast One feed, podcast form, or if you're here right now in the chat watching, thank you for joining us. Perry, let's get into it. Okay, so we don't know exactly when this trailer is dropping. We're assuming you – maybe tonight. Yes. I still think it's on. next week. You could I, be right. I still think maybe even tomorrow we're going to get like uh, – <laughs> some people are saying uh, – <laughs> no, it just dropped. It's amazing. Yeah, we'll That's see. Not funny. We'll see. We'll see. If Don't you, be like that. If it drops during Rule of Two, we're watching it. <laughs> Fine. We're just gonna put okay. it on, and I'm you glad, all can watch us stare at a thing. <laughs> um, but it is. Everybody is getting very excited for this next trailer because it's the first. It's gonna be the first real full trailer we've seen. We had the teaser that dropped at Star Wars Celebration back mm-hmm. in April, which I loved. Then we got that kind of D23 special look, kind of a legacy trailer. Added a little bit of footage, and obviously Dark Ray, who everybody you know speculates on. Uh, maybe she's a clone. Maybe it's a vision. But let's put that aside real quick. Let's put on our Star Wars thinking caps. Who do you think hmm. could show up in this thing that we might be surprised about? And I'm, I'm including this with characters – and I'm including creatures, a la Ewoks. Maybe really? not Ewoks, but I'm, really I'm wondering if I'm wondering if an Ewok might appear because of what we know with the Death Star wreckage. It should be like I don't know if it could work out that way. But Perry, I want to start with you. What is a character and/or a creature, whatever you would like to see that you would hope shows up, possibly? Cameo or otherwise in this next trailer. Well, if you watch Jedi Council, mm-hmm. you know that I am not in the boat of thinking we are going to see Palpatine appear in this trailer. I'm not ruling out a voiceover type thing, but I don't think that they are going to show him in the flesh or even, you know, let's say is a hologram or something like that. I don't think they're going to show him at all until the actual feature film is released. You don't think so? Okay. No, no. I think, and I know you did talk about this on... Um, Jedi Council. Yeah. I do think the Emperor is going to appear in this thing. And I think he's going to be a sizable part. I think we're going to either see him 
a hologram maybe. It's we're going to we're going to lay eyes on a version of the emperor. That's my take. That's I am going to stay open minded okay. that what you're saying is a possibility at a later date. What I think is going to happen in this trailer. Sorry, I'm not going with your cameo answer no, right, right now. No, but we'll get to that. What I'm basically thinking of is. At the end of the Star Wars celebration piece, we mm-hmm. got the reveal that Sidious is back. Yes. At the end of the D23 piece, we got Dark Ray. Right. I think that this one has to end in a similarly like, oh, my God, look at what they're doing kind of way. Right. And I think that because we already got Palps, we already got Ray. this is going to be for Kylo. And I get the feeling that I've, I've been saying this for so long already, but I think this is all about finding balance in the force, balance yeah. between the light and the dark. If they're doing Dark Ray in the D23 cut, I think this one is going to be Kylo dabbling in something light side related. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Just a guess. It is J.J. Abrams, which which gives me pause because J.J. likes his mystery box. And I am uh, – while you guys are trying to fool me in the chat saying the trailer dropped, it did not. I'm on the internet here. Uh, we do have Wi-Fi here. Um, <laughs> I feel like someone would alert us too. Somebody would. I think somebody would knock on the door here. But I – some people are saying – again, it's – this was two days ago, and they're like, "Ah, it's dropping Monday." No, still not out there. But um, I like I like the idea of the balance and showing a little bit of Kylo Ren. But I'm wondering though, because that's the obvious the obvious thing is we're going to get Kylo Ren redeemed, right? Everybody thinks it's maybe it's not as obvious, no, but I don't we think, think Kylo Ren is going to be redeemed. That's a kind of a. a an echo of the Star Wars universe, Darth Vader, Anakin getting redeemed finally. Will Kylo Ren? That's a conversation yeah. we've had. It's a complicated redemption. It's a combo. Right? Yes, it's a very complicated. I personally – did I get your take on this? Do you want him redeemed or do you want him going out the villain? Um, I th- Well, you know, when you say redeemed – I'm trying so hard because right now what's on the uh, the tip of my tongue is El Camino and how they treat Jesse in that <laughs> and the character arcs in Breaking Bad. I'm going to remove myself from that in case anybody out there has not watched it. But yeah, yeah. it's like you don't need to redeem a character with a straightforward redemption. You don't need to end Kylo's arc in a place where he walks off into the sunset and lives happily ever after. Right. You can have that moment of redemption, that moment of him finally expressing grief and sorrow, but him ending in a place where either he can't carry on without remembering what he's done and he's got to carry the weight of that for the rest of his life or maybe he loses his life trying to do something good that's kind of where i'm going with it too which which is very which is very vader so it's very vader and that's very true um i i i don't know i i I keep thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it and it just i can't wait to see it no matter what it is as long as it's you know satisfying we all want satisfaction in in our star wars universe so i must have said that word on jedi council like a billion times satisfying. because i think that that is like the word that is at the top of jj's priority list right now i think he is just hell-bent on making sure we got a satisfying conclusion and that is of the utmost importance and from what i'm hearing um from certain outlets that i kind of go down the rabbit hole a little bit because i am a producer on this show on jedi council I've heard that people are like, – there's these these are rumors, but yeah. they're, they're like, wow, this is satisfying. I've heard that from – I'll say it. MakingStarWars.net is one of those sites that I do go to that do, does do spoilers, and I saw those guys. They they know what they're saying. They, they do put out stuff that has been true in the past, so I trust them, and I've heard from them that it's, it's – satis- that they've heard it's satisfying. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Um, 
I don't know if it is or not. I mean, we're getting the end of the uh, whole Skywalker saga. So real quick, guys, we're going to go into the meat of this, talk about some cameos here. I do see some super chats coming in. I will try to answer yeah. some of those, get the uh, Perry's thoughts on this. At 530, in about 15 minutes, we are going to open up the phone lines, take your questions, and then we're going to wrap it up on uh, around a little bit early because you have that screening to do. And uh, you're going to see Maleficent, Maleficent correct? calls. There it is. Okay, so I want to go to a super chat question first because I saw it come in uh, because thank you for that, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, Where to go? But I can't find it. So I'm going to go to the one that just came (laughs) in. Sorry. We talk all the time. It's really hard to host and monitor chat. My big challenge is that Dorian picks all the live chat questions for me and he puts it in a Slack channel, but every other question is about bread. So I have to. Like, weave in and out of the bread questions and find the movie ones. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, Dorian left. I think he's also doing a screening. So, Kevin, thank you very much. Glad to have my two favorite positive stars, Star Wars lovers here. I appreciate that. We like our Star Wars. Let's be positive. If you guys have some uh, some uh, comments and uh, all that kind of stuff, discussion. That's what we like. Not uh, anything else that's here, you know, in this world. But uh, people, throw in your cameo ideas. I'm going to start this off, Perry, because okay. – I'm cheating a little bit because I've heard little oh, I know whispers where you're of go- this. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Wedge Antilles. Yes. Wedge Antilles is going to show up in this trailer because why all of a sudden are we getting this kind of confirmation that he's in it? Uh, I've heard a, a number of things. I think he shows up on one of the uh, books about Poe Dameron and, mm-hmm. and his kind of rogue squadron if they're calling that anymore. But I think Wedge Antilles, it's going to be a shot of him in an X-Wing uh, – in an X-Wing – and I'm going to lose my mind because it's Wedge Antilles. What do you think? I'm going to go against you on this and say if Dennis Lawson comes back mm-hmm. to reprise this role, it's going to be for a super short period of time. And J.J. is not going to want to reveal that in a piece of marketing material. Oh, I, like I think that. he is going to save that for the, the full feature. So you think he's in the movie, though? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the movie. Okay. I definitely think that there's more cameos in store than have been confirmed at this point. Yeah. It, it kind of calls for it. If we're going to con- call this a conclusion yeah. to the Skywalker saga, you need – if people are alive, you need them to play a part. Yeah, there it is. OK, so Red Wolf has written us a super chat. Hey, okay. Mark and Perry, love rule of two. How would you guys feel about Anakin coming back in some way to bring balance a la Resurrection or otherwise Palp versus Annie? Uh, that's a that's a long running kind of debate here on whether or not Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen, the ghost of Anakin, is he going to show up? I think yes. I think yes, because of what you said earlier with okay. Wedge. It's the end of the saga. We're gonna get something, and I think we might even get a number of Force ghosts. We might yes. get an Anakin. Obviously, Luke. He's going to be in this. We might get Obi Wan. We have Obi Wan series coming. We could see Ewan McGregor. I wonder if Qui-Gon Jinn is going to appear. I wonder if Ahsoka Tano could appear. I don't know. I don't know if Ahsoka's a reach. Yeah. Ahsoka that, could be a reach. But I would love be. it if they referenced her somehow. Because I, th- I think when it comes to satisfying cameos, they are going to restrict it to the feature films. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not talking about, you know, Clone Wars even. I, I just think they're going to do, you know, you've got – the original trilogy, you've got the prequels, and you've got these. If characters were of importance and in play in any of those feature films, then I think I think that's got a possibility here. I like that. So I'm going to draw the line at Ahsoka. Okay. I 
I'm open to the Anakin idea. I think it could be a possibility, but I think it's going to be a Force Ghost type thing Mm -hmm. that is restricted to I don't think it's going to be a situation where Anakin has any real you know heavy hands on influence in terms of what's happening I feel like Palpatine is going to be in a position where he is still the puppeteer he's still you know maneuvering the pieces around the chessboard to a degree whereas I think if we get a force ghost type situation it's going to be some sort of you know, like a Ray pep talk that results in a, well, our time has gone. Now it is up to you kind of thing. And, yeah. and it's going to be limited to that. It yeah. might be a very influential line of dialogue, but it's not going to be a situation where they can, you know, bolster her power, her physical power. Yeah, and I'm with you on that. And I wouldn't want, like to see that because I would feel like it would maybe take away from Ray's journey if she's getting all this help, you know. But it's kind of along the lines of what I picture with Deathly Hallows when Harry – Mm -hmm. Is dealing with Voldemort and he has like kind of the ghosts of his parents around him and some other fallen wizards. So could be that. But I wanted to go off something real quick. Somebody in the chat just dropped something that I'm wondering if it's going to change your ideas on the trailer. Keep assuming you're going to say trailer. (laughs) Guess what October 21st is. Oh, no. It's something, isn't it? What is it? It's Carrie Fisher's birthday. Hmm. Well, thank you. I lost you in the chat, but I saw you in there and I just double checked. And uh, that is correct. I just went to Google and Carrie Fisher's birthday is October 21st. Okay, does that do it? Could that work? I I can't argue that point. Yeah, that that gives good reason to drop a trailer. And that would also if they're dropping a trailer on that date for that reason, that might change what I think is going to happen in this trailer, too. Yeah. So we're going to get – so obviously we're getting back to the cameo stuff. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, General Leia, I should mm-hmm. say, is going to be in this trailer. It would also change actually what you said before because I was thinking that this was going to be a more story-heavy thing. Mm-hmm. I think this could be more of a companion piece to the D23 one and yeah. you know maybe just show a little bit about what Leia as a character has been through over the course of the franchise and kind of end with revealing what her, her pivotal role in this new installment is going to be. That could be um, – Brandon Ledbetter, uh, who put another super chat in, it would be very JJ to drop the trailer unannounced. I totally agree with you. But Brandon, the reason I brought up your super chat is, does it change your thinking, knowing it could be Carrie Fisher's birthday, kind of like a full circle? I mean, obviously losing Carrie before the release of The Last Jedi. Now I'm thinking about how much I want that to happen, too. Because, yes, I know we're going to get her in Episode Nine when it is released in December. But, I mean, even just the thought of having a trailer dedicated to her. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want that piece of content to exist. And I want to be able to, even after I've seen the movie, I want to be able to watch it over and over. So I do, too. uh, Now... Even though I think tonight is still a possibility, I think I'm rooting for the opposite. Yeah, I'm thinking now with that, oh my gosh, um, that it could really be powerful depending on how much they put of her in there. But I want to get back to the main kind of topic here. Paige Roberts, uh, another super chat. Ben redeemed no longer has the force thoughts. Now, I'm hmm. how would Ben lose the force? Paige, if you want to follow that up, you don't necessarily have to do a super chat, but I'm just very intrigued by your question. Um, I don't know if he was redeemed, why he would lose the force. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's like we could go down this rabbit hole all the way to the bottom and still not have any answers. So I – again, it's going to be in the execution of this thing. 
Just thinking that through a little, because when we were discussing, uh, you know, Palpatine versus Anakin, as mm-hmm. in, you know, like good influence and, and a, a good influence over here, a bad influence on the Palpatine side. Yep. I was thinking of the idea of if you have Anakin and Force Ghosts come back, what they could do for Rey, just using that as an opportunity to show the distinction. Because we also don't know what form Palpatine is in at right. this point. but. I would imagine that his use of the dark side maybe made him more powerful and made mm-hmm. him more influential over the years, maybe to the point that he's been pulling the strings overall. Yeah. Like you need to show that distinction. And if that winds up being what happens with Kylo as far as, you know, him having to give up the power that mm-hmm. he's worked so hard to get, I don't that would just suit the the influence of more familiar characters from the original trilogy. If you know yeah. what I'm, I feel like that was a very convoluted way to explain it, but the two things could go hand in hand. Yeah. So no, I'm might, with you. it might make sense. Um Rachel Duncan, a, a super chat. Thank you for that. I think we're going to get another Lando moment in the trailer. Yes. I 100% agree. That was the cameo that I was going to say. And it, okay. it, it kind of doesn't really count, I guess, yeah. because we know he's in the movie. We've seen him already. It's not that much of a surprise, but I do think that if I had to pick a character from the original movies to be in this trailer more, it was going to be him yeah. versus, let's say, Wedge or or Ewoks, for that matter. Right. So, let, yeah, let's let's keep going down that path. So Lando, yeah, I think is a good chance we're going to see. I think we're going to see more General Leia. I think that's yeah. going to be if – it's, if it's all coming around to Carrie Fisher's birthday, we're going to have a little tribute, so to speak, you know, show because – what we knew with the movies, it was Han Solo, Force I've got Awakens. My answer, sorry. You do? Oh, yes. great. Wait, keep going. Okay, we had Han Solo was kind of like the legacy character that we focused on in Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker, the legacy character we were focused on in Last mm-hmm. Jedi. And then it was rumored that it was going to be Leia that we were focused on in Episode Nine. And then Life Sucks. What happened? Mm-hmm. We lose Carrie. So I think that could still happen. Her birthday, all of this yeah. coming together, I like it. But you are on to something. Okay. I like this. So I think we see someone rise from the ashes, mm. and it's Phasma. I'm just kidding. No, oh that's my not God. what I'm thinking yeah. at all. Um, <laughs> was like, it, it was brought up to me the other day uh, what Maz's role could be in the movie, and I think maybe it's going to be Maz, especially if they start to dig back into you know the status of the lightsaber, maybe the hand idea. I just feel like Maz – I'm not saying that those are definite possibilities, but I think Maz knows more than – she knows so much more than we've even scratched the surface of at this right. point. I think she was completely wasted in Last Jedi. That was she one was. of the most disappointing elements of the movie to me. Totally agree. But I loved her introduction. Introduction in Force Awakens, and that introduction says this character is going to have, or at least to me, major influence on Rey's journey, and that could be reassembling the lightsaber for her. In which case, this trailer could maybe come with you know a Maz voiceover and something that nudges Rey forward on her journey. I think mm, it's great. Just an idea. Yeah, I love that idea. So I do think, and I totally agree with you. I think Maz Kanat is going to be in this trailer. I think it's going to just tease everybody that she's in it again. It was confirmed, you know, StarWars.com did announce the full cast list that she was going to be a part of it. So I think it's going to happen. I can't wait for that. I love the idea of Maz Kanata returning in a bigger role, and I think it is tied to the lightsaber. So we have Maz. We have I Say Wedge, Lando. Are we going to see Luke? No. Are we going to see a Force Ghost Luke? I think we are. No. Because we've already heard him in the trailers. That is way too deep in the mystery box you for think me. So? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think I play by the same rules that I'm expressing with with Palpatine too. Right. I I think that, you know, for different reasons, 
there is no reason to go as far to reveal them in the flesh or whatever form they're in in this trailer. I think voiceovers, again, are fair game. But Voiceovers as- are fair game. Okay. Especially given what happened in Last Jedi. I feel like... And that's exactly why I so, think he's going to be in it. Yeah, it, as... As yeah. I started to formulate this idea, it, it would be a good way to smooth things over for folks who were upset about his demise. But I still feel like that what J.J. is going to do in this movie isn't going to be any course correcting no. as far as Last Jedi is concerned. No. I think it's just going to build upon what Ryan Johnson has established in a way that makes everybody happy. Yep. In which case, I think that if they put Luke in this trailer... That could then be read as maybe a big fat middle finger to Ryan Johnson, and I don't think the company would stand for it. You know, I think it's interesting. Depending on how it's done. I'm not saying it couldn't be done in a respectful way and in a good way as far as storytelling goes, but that's just how I initially read it. Well, you know what? And I'm, I'm, I'm with you halfway. So the Empire Magazine article that came out where he talked about working on Mm -hmm. The Rise of Skywalker, how he came back, he did reveal that's like – I'm not changing anything about what Ryan Johnson did. And he talked about the handoffs. Force Awakens, he did what he had to do. He left the franchise thinking he wasn't going to come back. He kind of talked to Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson then did what he needed to do, what he wanted to do. And then J.J. came back. And so no course correction. Mm -hmm. But what I'm thinking when it comes to Luke, and yes, people really were disappointed with Luke. And, you know, I had a really long conversation with two of my best friends from college yesterday. They were Star Wars nuts with me. They were with me when I met George Lucas. They were in the play with me, Star Wars Trilogy in 30 Minutes. And I went, I haven't seen I haven't seen these guys in like years. And I went, did you like The Last Jedi? And my two friends were like, nah, they didn't like it. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Interesting. Let's talk. And a lot of it was Luke. Okay. We are all Luke guys. And I said, oh, yeah. You know, and we had a great conversation. It was around watching football. We were drinking coffee. We were eating some food. And we had a great Last Jedi conversation. And I understood a lot of their points but for me with luke appearing in the trailer just shows us and it's going to be one of these things in my mind i see music 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 action 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 quick shot luke force ghost luke and then moving on and everybody's gonna go just a tease of luke so that the audience knows don't you worry luke skywalker is in this movie hell his name is in the title if anything, I think it'll be more archival footage or Could past be. footage. I think Could that be. is in the realm of possibility. Yeah. I would be surprised if this far out from release, they took that big of a step towards a major reveal in the movie, something that people have been speculating about ever since Last Jedi hit theaters. Yeah, but I mean, is it a major reveal to know that, I mean, they have announced Mark Hamill is coming back. They showed him in the Vanity Fair spread. Now, he wasn't all glowy. He wasn't blue glowy, but... Yeah, there's a lot, know... of, a lot of question, a lot of speculation. Sure. And think about some of the topics after Force Awakens came out that we all harped on nonstop and just discussed endlessly. Yeah. Those things were all not part of promotional material. True. And we didn't learn the concrete details until we saw the full features. I think that, that goes in that pile. Yeah. Uh, Madison Badger, I hope R2-D2 actually plays a role in this adventure. Yes. Hell yes! I think one of the one of the Empire article quotes had something about that. Or Anthony Daniels recently said yes. something about that. That's, That's where I was, was. going. That's yes. where I was going. Yes. We have heard that R2-D2 will have a bigger part. We haven't seen. Have we seen R2 other than legacy kind of stuff? Oh. Has R2... Made an appearance in 
the marketing new footage thus far. Three PO has been all over it. Is he in the, the like the thing and the desert planet that they're all riding on? I didn't see him. No, no, no. Maybe I didn't so, see him. I'm going. We're getting some R two D two action in this next trailer. I hope so. We're going to see R two D two. It's about time. And I think. And what I, about Dio? Dio was at the new yeah, droid. I yeah, I want to see more of him. He was in the, the him. he was in the first trailer reveal. So yeah. I think we'll get more of that. But R two D two, I think, is a good. Is it? It's a good. Yeah. Good chance he's going to be in it. I, I would bet on that one. Okay, so right now in this, we've disagreed a little bit on certain things. She's saying maybe no Luke. I'm saying a quick shot of Luke to let people know that he's, like, going to be yeah, in yeah. this. Um, so we have Luke. For me, I have Luke, Wedge, and R2-D2. You're you really had... loading up this trailer, Oh, totally. You? I want I want it all. I, I'm... In, in, within reason, we don't need to see yeah. shit. When, if we're being honest here— I'm going to go see this movie. Everybody in this chat is going to go see this movie no. without seeing a trailer. You're going to see this <laughs> they, movie oh without, my God, a, without a doubt. And what, you're watching a Star Wars show, I hope, right? Um, um, so Luke, Wedge, okay. and R2-D2 are my big ones that I think are going to make an appearance. You have Maz. I, Maz is my big one. Okay. Maz is my big bet, and I'll have one foot. In the R2-D2 camp as well. Okay. But I don't think we're getting Wedge. I don't think we're going to see Luke or Palpatine in the flesh. Okay. I don't think. How much are we betting? Oh, no. I, I know. Bet, I'm kidding. I'm I not doing so that. I know. You, I'm going to be out Christian. like 20 Pokeballs. Someone, <laughs> someone commented. Uh, this just amused me. Someone commented that instead of like Pokeballs, they think I'm talking about like Pokeballs. Like poke like Pokeballs. Like, yeah. Po- Which yeah. looks like they're too fine things in, to confuse. As in delicious sushi. Hey, look what at Cody coming. What do you think it means? Pokemon thing. Oh, is it? I don't. I hate these headphones. Cody, who do you think? Give me one cameo in the Rise of Skywalker trailer that you uh, want to see and/or that you think educated guess-wise. Huh. That hasn't been shown. Oh, it's going to go Lando, definitely. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, oh yeah. Lando's been shown, Lando but Lando's already. a good pick because I mean it's Billy D. I think you'll see Moz. Yeah. Yes. I think they'll remind you that she's Good call. Yeah. Good call. That's great. I, yeah, I, like, I mean, I want more. I want more. How the hell did you get the lightsaber, Moz? I would like to know. I know that's getting a little bit, like, really sweaty and going real deep. Do we need that? But I think a lot of people want to know. How about Richard E. Grant? Have we seen him yet? Richard E. Just Grant. Just in an image, I think. Good call. I think we are. What about are. Actually, that's a whole area. Hux, yeah. That's a whole area of this story that they have not really touched on much at all. Is what those first order folks are up to. That's. I think Richard E. Mm. Grant. I think that's a lock. Okay. I think we're going to see shots. A shot of Richard E. Grant standing next to Hux. I'm. I'm into a, that. Just a shot. Well, because usually, also when they reveal a certain type of image, mm-hmm. that usually precedes seeing footage of it in a trailer. That's true. That's I, I do true. think that they're going to keep uh, Carrie Russell's character extremely hidden until release time, though. I th- yeah, I think you're right. We might see her character yeah. in the mask. No, that's possible. Yeah, but I don't think. I know a lot of people were saying, you know, she's uh, Mara Jade. No chance. No. No. Nah. Ooh. What does that mean now? We have a call. <laughs> hey there, you're on Rule of Two. What's your name? What's your question? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got through. This nice. Bruce Crawford from Odessa, Texas. All right, um, welcome. What's I your question? Say, I, love, I love you, Riley. I love you, Terry. No, oh, thanks. I love y'all so much on Collider. I love Collider. Thanks, man. Thanks, I appreciate Bruce. that. 
Yes, I really do appreciate you a lot. Okay, one question is, I always try to, when I rewatch the movies, I always try to think of something different, you know, just something like, you know, not a lot of people think about. And I was wondering for episode nine, a lot of people shot me down on this one theory, but in the same vein of the theory, do you think that either Luke Skywalker or Kylo Ren know that Emperor Palpatine is still alive? It's a good question. So you said Luke Skywalker and or who? knows he's alive kylo Kylo. that's that's a good question they have made zero comment right even luke during the last jedi mentions darth sidious right he says it he says the hubris Mm -hmm. of the jedi at the time had no idea and darth sidious did his things this is why the jedi need to end and yada 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 i don't think they know i don't think they know and i think palpatine doesn't want them to know agreed i think that Kylo can't know because of the whole throne room sequence and what he does to Snoke. Because I think that Palpatine has been using Snoke in this whole process. Right. Whether he is, you know, in the body, in the form of Snoke, or just, you know, he's one of his minions kind of thing. So with all the rage in that scene, it would make sense for Kylo to know. And I think it wouldn't make sense for Luke as a character to know either. Because if he was still out there and he was still a threat... That wouldn't justify Luke's choice to go into hiding. That's – I couldn't agree with you more. I think that if Luke knew that he was out there, I think we would have seen a very different Luke. I would love it if someone knew though. Like I want someone to know. I wonder if it's going to be Kylo that finds out first, that finally something's well, going to yeah. happen where it's like, OK, like I can picture Palpatine. It's a very Palpatine moon to go, Yeah. you know what? You've I, done well. You've killed your leader now. You're ready I would for my tutelage. I I think that's I would believe maybe that Kylo is go. the first to find out. Yeah. I just wonder if there is someone in the corner of the universe out there who maybe, you know, isn't a prime character, but someone that we've had time with. Sure. Like deep down has known. Yeah. I I it's got to be, you know, what do we know about Palpatine? This is why I enjoy and love the idea that Palpatine's coming back for Rise of Skywalker. It's because he has been the puppeteer through the entire saga. He did the prequels. He got everything set up. He got Anakin Skywalker to fall to the dark side. Then he was, you know, holding Vader's leash, so to speak, during the original trilogy, thrown off into the abyss. We don't know if he survives or not, if he's a force ghost or a a dark side ghost or whatever it may be. But he it's very Palpatine to be like, you know what? I'm going to bide my time over here in the pit. I'm going to heal myself doing whatever. And then I'm going to show myself right at that perfect time. To exact my revenge or whatever the hell it's going to be. Here's uh, – all right. So this this might be completely off base because now I'm like – I don't remember the Aftermath books very clearly. Right, so right. we've seen Snap in Force Awakens. Yep. But what what was the end result with Wedge in those books? Was there any possibility of him going to, you know, like wild space – Territory. I don't remember either. Because I've if, read these books, and, and two of them were on audio, and I can't remember much of anything. Because if Palpatine pieced out and you know reorganized anything at all out there, whether he was letting himself be known or not, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just trying to figure out a way to bring Wedge back into the picture with, with importance. Like what if he was out there? I don't know. This might be completely off base because I can't remember the details of Aftermath and what he's been up to. Yeah, and I can't remember either, but I'm going to go off of, you know, Fernandez and I always say it's like we're, we're the movies are our bread and butter, and, and sometimes we miss some of the uh, yeah. accompanying uh, like canon novels. For me, the movies, I'm thinking Wedge, 
was one of the one of the go to pilots uh, of Rogue Squadron in the original trilogy. Wouldn't he be promoted? Well, wouldn't he be a part of maybe either, the higher echelons of, it's of the resistance? That or it's going to be Independence Day style, where where there's no more troops left, so they call upon you know the Russell Cases of the world. And, that could and, be. T- it's you know, not bad. Wedge resuits up and swoops in. That's not a bad idea, actually. Um, real quick, I want to hit Rita Moss. You wrote a super chat. Do you believe they will kill off Chewie or? Lando or both. I don't think – listen, I don't think they're going to kill off any more characters. I really I really believe that Lando, Chewie, and Leia are all going to live. It's just a feeling I have because I think that – I think there's a little bit of things happening behind the scenes with Star Wars. I think that absolutely J.J. was brought back for a reason. And I think that he – I think we've had enough of these characters, Han and Luke – the legacy characters, Chewie. I no, they're not killing Chewie off. My in my in my feelings, I and I want to see this. Ray and Chewie, they fly off into the sunset, and Chewie has a life debt to mm-hmm. to Ray that then he helps. You know, he's he's her companion. He's her thing. You know what I mean? A la Han. I, it's what I want to see. I don't think they're going to kill off Chewie. Lando. No. I could see Lando sacrificing himself for the greater good. He almost did it with the Millennium Falcon. I know. George Lucas almost killed off Lando, too. That was a thing that was going to happen in Return of the but Jedi. I think they're not going to do that for the reason that you just said. I think I think I they're agree. done with the original trilogy deaths that we've already seen. Yep. I think if anyone is on the chopping block, it's going to be one of the new characters. Poe. And I, I've sometimes I, I've thought to myself that Poe is not going to make it out. Yeah, see, You're, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I mean, this probably just speaks to how I rank the new characters as far as you know my preference goes. But I feel like the death of Poe wouldn't have the emotional weight of, let's say, you know, the death of Kylo or or even Finn for that matter. I don't Kylo, think yeah. I don't think they're going to kill Ray off. Uh, no, for a whole variety of reasons. No, raise raise the next generation, and and I think um, I, th- I think. Right now, if I had to place my bets on an episode nine death, it would be Kylo. Yeah, Kylo's going on the path of redemption. Yeah. Oh, I think so. We have another call. You are on Rula Two. What's your name? What's your question? Hey, what's up, Riley? It's Matt Kearns. Hey, Matt Kearns. How are you, my friend? Nice to see. Nice I'm to doing... hear you on Rula Two. Nice to be able to call in. Yeah, uh, man. This is. I, I've been trying the last couple of weeks, but this is awesome. And Perry's here too. Hi. You got both of us, man. What's your question today? So um, I recently picked up Solo on the reissued Blu-rays. Nice. I was wondering, I know it didn't perform well at the box office, but with Disney Plus, with all the releases they're doing, do you think that if The Mandalorian and the Obi-Wan series perform well, do you think we could see a sequel movie or series to Solo happen? It's a good question. And, you know, I don't know. So we've heard rumors that there might be a spin-off series uh, based off Solo for like Crimson Dawn or what uh, – was it Crimson Dawn? Am I right when that – Like the, the organization The organization, with Kira and Yeah, everything. with Kira. So I'm wondering if they could do that, focus on Darth Maul. They had some Darth Maul action in there. Kira maybe. I don't know. I think they're going to be a little gun-shy for a while when it comes to Han Solo and the character. That's just my feeling. I'm wondering if it's if they might just stay away from it, but I yeah. could see them much like they did after Obi Wan Kenobi. They were going to make a movie. 
They pivoted after Solo. They're making a streaming series. I could see it happening. Now, let's see how Mandalorian does because if Mandalorian just knocks our socks off, I think we're going to see – because there is a groundswell of support for a Solo sequel. I've seen it online. I'm all for it too. I mean Solo didn't land with me. I didn't, I, I didn't care for the movie that much. Same I'm with you, right? right? There with you. Yeah. So I, yeah, I wanted more from it. It mm-hmm. just felt very safe. It felt very kind of winky to the audience. I've seen it. I, you know, a lot of it I liked. I could see it performing better as a streaming series. What about you, Perry? It is so expensive, though. I know. Um, never say never in this industry, especially when you have a popular franchise or a popular character. But in the near future, I would say no way. If anything, I think it would be more of a solo movie spinoff series mm-hmm. where, let's say, Kira got her own show or just some other character or maybe an organization that we met in that movie. That was the the focus of a show. And, you know, that does leave the door open for like an episode cameo from Alden Aaron, right? If, sure. uh, if that's really where they want to go with it. I mean, that's probably a good way to further test the waters in terms of interest in more Aaron Reich as Solo. Yep. Build another show around a different character that he can waltz right into their show and see what happens. Uh, I like see that what the answer. Reaction is. Uh, Brian Carroll, I like this super chat question. Your journey nears his end. Who is Papa Palps addressing? Ray or Kylo or neither or both? I got I got an answer. Do you want me to speak first? If you want me to speak <laughs> first, I will. Perry, what are your thoughts on that? It's it's again, I'm just going to repeat what I said before. It's all about balance. I think it's both. Yeah. Is that what you think? I think it is Ray. Okay. And just Ray. And I think that she's he is using Kylo to get, to get Ray to, to Ray. Him. Yeah. He's he's pulling he's doing this and I think there's something tied to the chosen one. I think it's very similar and we we thought about this before. Palpatine kind of in the comics too it's hinted at that that he might have learned the tricks from Darth Plagueis, created Anakin somehow. That was his whole point. I think we're going to get some answers and I think Palps and I love your uh Palpa Papa Palps, I think that's from the um, Robot Chicken. Go for Papa Palpatine. Papa Palpatine. You remember that that, that Robot, Chicken one? Robot Chicken? It's the best. Okay. Oh my God! It's when Palpatine <laughs> is is on Coruscant and Darth Vader calls after the rebels blow up the Death Star to tell him, and he gets freaking pissed. It's it's hysterical. I have to watch it. I'm gonna have you watch it after uh, we get done recording Deal. here. So I think what happens is. Papa Palps okay. is going to basically try to get to Ray through Kylo. So that's what I think is going to happen. We have another one. Uh, I.D. Silva, what do you think? Snoke back in the flesh, uh, in the flesh no. next to Palpatine? No. Used force to make Ray and Kylo think he died. He connected, could have made him see his debt. No. Uh, Snoke is done. I.D. Silva, yeah, Snoke, Snoke is gone. Snoke is done. It was Snoke... written all over the, the Walmart walls when the Snoke Popped and sell. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, but I really, I think, uh, I think Snoke is. I so again, I like Last Jedi. I love Force Awakens, and I'm pretty happy with what we've seen thus far. I think the whole Snoke thing was one of the bigger duds, and I'm really curious to see how uh, JJ wraps that up in a meaningful manner. Yeah, and I think I think Snoke. There's a way for this to kind of come back around, maybe for J, JJ's original interpretation with Lawrence Kasdan. They both wrote Force Awakens. I think Snoke was a puppet, and I think Palpatine put him there. Yeah, I think Palpatine all along knew Snoke's going to be my fall guy. 
and I'm going to make Kylo Ren think he's more powerful than he really is. I'm going to hold him under this. I'm going to – he's going to be the one that puts Snoke out there. Kylo kills him, becomes supreme leader, and he's going to get all puffed up. He's going to build his mask again, and Palpatine's going to go, no. And I then think it's going to be something like that. I think that's what it's like going to be, too. I think he was just being manipulated or used the entire time, but – I hope that's just the surface-level description of what it turns out to be because if that is the result and if, you know, everything that I was thinking about Snoke going into Force Awakens turns out to be, like, completely wrong and nothing, I'm not saying that it needs to justify, you know, my thoughts. I'm just saying don't just skate the surface of, oh, like, Snoke was just being used by Palpatine the entire time. He was just, like, one of his minions. Like, give an extra little detail to that to give it a little more weight. Let yeah. me go rewatch Force Awakens and still feel the threat of Snoke and not that he was a non-entity. I'm with you on that. Yeah, because it's, it's hard. The one thing I did – and we, we went around on this so many times on Rula 2. When I'm reading the Empire stuff with J.J. and I hear that he did talk with Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson talked with J.J. during Force Awakens stuff. But what it, it, ta- it doesn't take away from the fact that – there wasn't a clear through line for the trilogy. And I think that Kathleen Kennedy, as much as she's a fantastic producer, she's no – she's not a good mythology keeper. And I think they needed to know that through line mm-hmm. before they rolled on Force Awakens. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that is like, – I just – I wonder when that became a thing as yeah. far as someone in a producerial capacity on a major franchise. I mean, really, the first one we ever had that comes to mind, and, you know, I'm not even counting George Lucas here because, yeah. you know, he was also involved as a director, writer, creator, all that stuff. It is Kevin Feige, really. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, even when I bring that up, it still doesn't feel right because that's what his job morphed into. It's right. like, I doubt back in 2008 when Iron Man came out, they had so much mapped out and they had a through line quite like that. Maybe no. there were certain little, you know, nuggets of an idea that then they were able to expand. But did you see that? Um... It's almost like retroactively putting that job on Kathleen Kennedy when I maybe that was never the deal from day one. Yeah. And I think you're right. I don't think she, that was her job. I think her job was to reboot the Star Wars franchise. And may, maybe that job should have become more of a priority to her as the franchise invo- evolved. I'm not, you know, using that as an excuse for her because right. I do think that, you know, nowadays when studios are so heavily reliant and constantly pushing franchises, there needs to be like an overseer, someone who really has a firm understanding of everything. Maybe the Kathleen Kennedy thing, and I've said this before, is you pair Kathleen Kennedy who could do that yeah. with someone who could do that you make you know give give her a Dave Filoni and bump Filoni up in the ranks and- I'm with you Dave Filoni needs to be that keeper I think with the Star Wars but as much as Kathleen Kennedy is the best producer out there one of the best if not the best because of what she's done with Indiana Jones Jurassic Park mm-hmm. E.T. all these movies that she's done she knows how to produce the hell out of a movie I think when it comes to Star Wars And we've seen this in the original trilogy too. When Yoda looks up at the end of Empire Strikes Back and says, no, there is another, George Lucas had it in his notes that it was going to be a long-lost sister that Luke had that was going to come back to help him fight Vader. But then he changed it and he went, no, it's Leia. And he made that change and it changes with it. And at least that's some of the reports I've read. It could Mm -hmm. be wrong. He could have known this the whole time. But there was some stuff going on. He made Star Wars not thinking it was going to be the end of his career, and then obviously that changed. So – but when it comes to the Star Wars we know now, I think there should have been 
a through line that they were going for that they could have worked towards. And things are going to change in, in development. But I think they should have had that. But I have another – Jack Norton, we have another uh, super chat. Do you think Snoke is actually Yariel Poof or Kiati Mundi, a.k.a. <laughs> dickhead? I'll say it. No. No, thank you for your super <laughs> chat, but uh, no. And, and you know, Kiati Mundi is dead. Um, I don't think he's coming back as Snoke. That'd be weird, dude. I'd, be weird. I'd, I'd, I want your fanfic, though. Tell me how it could work <laughs> and send it to me. I would love to see it. Do we have one more call before we go? Oh, nope, my God. Look at what time Not at the moment. Not at the moment. Then that is going to do it. You guys, I tried to answer huh. all the super chats, taking your calls. Thank you for joining us on episode 62 of Rule of Two. Did the trailer drop? The trailer did not <laughs> drop. Uh, the Lions are kicking the Packers' ass in Green Bay, though. Thank you for that, Curtis Schultz. I appreciate everybody joining us here in the, in the chat, sending us your questions, calling us here. You make Rule of Two so much fun to do. The Big Mac Army representing here, and I have the Grand Moff Nemiroff joining me. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. I love doing this. Movie Talk is tomorrow live at yeah. 9 a.m. PT. I will be on yes. with Koi Jandrew. So please join us for that. We're going to talk about that Catwoman news that did drop. Perry, anything else you want to plug before you go? We're also going to talk about Maleficent, too, because that's where I have to jet to right now. She's going to do some Maleficent, too. I'm going to sit there and listen and have fun and speculate if I can do that. Um, uh, Dan the Man, ugh, Mark, you're not seeing my super chats. I see it now. I'm so sorry, Dan the Man. I'll get you next week. I appreciate you for sending that in, and thank you, everybody. Please rate. If you're listening to this at home on the Jedi Council Podcast One feed, give us a little five-star rating if you so desire. Share this with your friends, and if you're listening or, sorry, watching us here on Collider Videos, hit that bell, subscribe, share this with everyone. We appreciate you being here, and that's an all-new rule of two in the books. We'll see you next week for a new one. Rise. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. While supplies last. Offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit boom, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.